0: This is Among the Stacks, produced by the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. The podcast where you learn what we're reading and recommending and the library news.
1: Hello and welcome to a new episode of Among the Stacks from Allen County Public Library. I am Jamie. And I'm Dee. And it's Jamie and Dee. And we're going to be talking about some things... That we have read and some things that are going on at the library or that have gone on (laughs) Chelsea just did a uh, trivia contest and um, I helped a little bit with the questions and I think that I made them too hard because someone was in here last night and said oh you're the one that did like the cryptid questions like cryptids are like Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, that kind of thing. So, and I was like, yeah, that was me.
0: Oh, here I was thinking you wrote the questions in secret code when you said cryptic.
1: Oh, no, it's cryptid. Oh. <laughs> That's what they call those things. Okay. That are like, it's, uh, actually, I think one of the questions I made was the study of cryptids is called cryptozoology. <gasps> So, like, I guess, like, uh, you could be a cryptozoologist.
0: See, you learn something new every day at the library. Yeah, you do. That's what libraries are
1: all about. So, have you been reading anything, Dee? I
0: have. I've actually read four new adult books that, (laughs) you know. Good job. In between um, my favorite books. So, yeah. I think, actually, one of them you've read as well. Oh, actually, it's three books. I miscounted because I think I talked about the one I have at the top of the list uh, a long um, time ago. And I just now ugh. finished it because I, I sent it back because somebody was waiting and I was listening to something else at that time. But anyways, so um, I've got Those Empty Eyes by Charlie Donnelly. It's one yes, of her newer ones.
1: Uh huh. That's the one that I also have read, and I think almost everyone here has read that it one. It was so good. We we <sighs> are big fans of Charlie Donnelly. Yes. Um, the uh, The first one I read was Suicide House, and it was because Mariah had it for her mystery book club. Uh, but that that author is pretty great. Um, but the. Uh, those empty eyes so what did you think
0: oh my goodness it was so good like <laughs> so i mean good. it didn't take long to get pulled in and there's just so much going on and you feel so bad for alex but yeah. um
1: and there's always a twist oh, there's always the, that twist Last
0: sentence. yes but don't say it we can't but.
1: because we don't we don't do spoilers but oh my goodness you're right that was Ugh. super exciting.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. I was, I, t- I text Mariah. I was like, have you read it? She was like, I, I have two hours left. I said, okay, text me when you're done. We got to talk. <laughs> oh, it was so good. I must
1: talk about this. Ugh.
0: What a, uh, it It definitely made the wheels in my brain work hard.
1: Yes. Well, because you're always trying to figure it out and go, Hmm, is it
0: this? I did have a few suspicions, um, (laughs) and they were kind of right. One just really threw me off at the very end. I I just wasn't expecting it, but um, yeah. Oh, so good. So you guys, read Those Empty Eyes by Charlie Donnelly. You will love it.
1: Yes, Uh, I think that anyone who likes thrillers or suspense would love that author any of the books any of them so yes i just finished with the joe pickett series finally there's i think 24 or 25 books and it's been it's been over the course of a long time so i've talked about some of them on the podcast but um but i finally finished and it was just great just great uh, I love Joe Pickett. I love the show uh, that's on I think Amazon Prime. Um, and it it stays pretty true to the characters, um, but it's not exact. So anyway, it's really good, and uh, the books are great. If you like outdoorsy kind of things, he's a um, a game warden in Wyoming. And apparently in Wyoming, game wardens have the same authority as state police. So he's pretty much, you know, got the the authority to do whatever he needs to do. And he does. (laughs) So (laughs) uh, Anyway, but uh, speaking of series, I also recently listened to the last or the most recent Will Trent. Uh, which is Karen Slaughter, is the author. And it's called After That Night. And uh, so that also is really good. We started... Mariah and I started with the Will Trents, uh maybe maybe two years ago. It's been a long time that we've been going through all these and started back at the beginning. And uh, Sarah Linton is the other main character in these books. And Sarah has... Uh, a series of books before the will Trents, where she's married to another guy and i guess you know something happens but i i didn't read those mariah did but um i started with will Trent, and so anyway there's that's also a show i was
0: was supposed to ask you that i I was thinking that was the one y'all said they just started a series or something yeah
1: it's a series and there's been, um, I think, only one season so far, but uh, but it uh, departs from the the storyline in the books pretty quick. But uh, and this Will Trent, the actor, doesn't look anything like Will Trent, and at first I was like, no, this is bad. But um, but he's great. The actor is wonderful, and he makes this character like you just love him so um so yeah I like that too usually I want the I, you know how you always want the movie or the yes. show to be just like and you know and, but this is really great and I, I love it anyway so
0: well, that was like the, I think the, that's fine the Harry Potter series like the movies are good don't get me wrong but there's so yeah. much that was left out so yeah. I'm really excited well, about the HBO Max TV series they're going to do.
1: Yeah. Well, these big, fat books, you know, yeah. you can't get all that. Like Outlander. Um, you know, I read all the Outlander books. They do pretty good, though, actually, on the series with sticking with what was going on um, in the books. But it's amazing because they are very detailed books and uh You know, on a show, it's hard to do that, but they do it. So anyway, um, so what else?
0: Um, Well, I've went on a Megan Miranda kick, which I know you feel like she writes a little uh, younger, kind of, a little more. um, What
1: what I said was teenagery.
0: Yes, yes. (laughs) Um, But I think they're a good uh, mystery that's not too, they're never too dark and never too deep, I don't feel. Um, yeah. So the first one. Well, and
1: not not everyone is all about the you know gritty awful things that that uh, Mariah and I like. To right. Read. And so I mean, and she, I get she that.
0: has murder and grit a little mm, a little bit of grit in her. Yeah. But they're not s- so dark you feel. Ugh. So, uh, but the perfect stranger is the one I've read by her. And uh, it's about this girl named Leah Stevens, and she used to be a newspaper reporter uh, in Boston. I think it's Boston. And she has to resign and leave her job, or she's facing a lawsuit. Um, So she goes and starts teaching journalism and English at this small little town, and... um, some strange things start happening, and she's got to figure mm. out what's going on. And uh, it's got some pretty good cliffhangers and twists in it. So, Well, that sounds
1: good. I might actually try it yeah. when I need something a little bit lighter.
0: Uh, her and her friend moved down there together, Emmy, Emmy Gray. So she's, <laughs> she's an important character.
1: Emmy Gray. Everybody remember, yeah. Emmy Gray.
0: And then the next one by Megan Miranda is Come Find Me. And this one is a little more high schooly, as you call it, and teenager, <laughs> teenagery, because there are it, it. It's focused on teenagers; they are the main uh-huh. characters. So there is a Kennedy Jones. You meet, I think you meet her first, and uh, her family was murdered, and she escaped, and she's trying to figure out what was going on, and. um her brother was into listen to sound waves from space. And hmm. so she finds this weird pattern in some recordings. Cause she's been like super obsessed with maintaining his records and downloading all these sound patterns that his uh, fancy computer telescope thing uh, picks up. <laughs> I don't know exactly what it is. I mean, I know they mentioned in the book, but I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, so that, gets her to meet nolan chandler and this guy his family was having a picnic in the park and his brother disappears and they've not found him in uh, it was like two or three years by the time he meets kennedy and he discovers a strange pattern um he actually uses i can't think of what they're called they they try to measure ghosts with them Um,
1: Oh, like an EMF? Yes.
0: So he's doing those kind of transmissions, and he gets that weird pattern. And so they meet on an online chat, and then they're trying to figure out their mysteries together. So it was was pretty good. And so
1: they're connected? They're connected. Ooh. Yeah. Well, that sounds very good.
0: Yeah, it was pretty good. It's
1: always good to get a connection when you've got something weird happening, right?
0: Definitely. Definitely. (laughs) It's always good to have brains to, to talk it out with.
1: Yes, definitely. Different points of and, uh, and, and good to have a friend. Yeah. Two heads are better than one, right? That's right. That's what they always say. Uh, have you? Let's see. The other. Oh, I know you've read some Riley Sager. Yes, right. It's been a while, but yes. Um, yeah, I just read the only one left, and I think that's the newer one.
0: I don't. I don't think I know that one.
1: hmm I'm pretty sure it's new. I think it had a long um, hold
0: list, so I was just kind of waiting. For a while
1: yeah i think i placed a hold really early that's why i was able to get it so fast because uh, i'm always looking for you know it, i guess the the murder and thrillers um more than anything else but um and that that's what that one is that that author writes uh the same kind of stuff as, like, Karen Slaughter that I talked about before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and it's, I think the, uh, I'm not sure, and I don't have my computer here to look it up, but I think the first one was The House Across the Lake. Is that Riley Sager? I believe so, and
0: I think I did read yeah. that one. Yeah,
1: and that one even had a ghost, right? Mm. I think there was a ghost in it.
0: It's probably been two years. Yeah,
1: pretty sure pretty sure anyway, um, and of course, I always love ghosts too. Oh, speaking of ghosts, I'm listening to a book right now that is kind of a departure from my normal thing mm-hmm. uh, I don't think I have it written down here because I haven't finished it. It's called "The House on Trad Street, and it's by Karen White mm. uh let me, see, let me write that down um. So, this book is set in Charleston, and it's there's this woman who uh, sees and hears ghosts, but she tries to hide it because when she was a kid, she got bullied and made fun of because she would mention it, and then her mother told her that the ghosts were trying to... Uh, take her to where they are or something and that got her kind of freaked out but so now she she really tries not to touch anything old or be around she hates to be around um, old things like old houses and stuff like that cemeteries because you know she'll see or hear these ghosts talking so uh, anyway she accidentally inherits an old house that needs a lot of work and so her f- friends all come together and she has this group of people that are helping her and the they're, the ghosts in this house have a mystery that they need her to help them solve mm-hmm. and to uh, lay some things to rest that uh, that happened and made a lot of people really sad so anyway it's uh it's pretty good it it's very um i guess not to sound like this is a bad thing, but it's very wholesome, which is not my usual kind of kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but it, I think it's, I think it's fairly old, also. So the, you know, the narrator, I, I forget what they call it. On the old movies, there was a certain way of speaking, a certain. Uh, it wasn't a real accent. Mm. Uh. But, like, Catherine Hepburn and all those people, like, they would talk a certain way. And it's called something that I can't remember. Uh, anyway, this the narrator uh, on this book sounds like that. It keeps making me think of an old movie.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So it's, it's kind of strange, but I'm, I'm enjoying the story.
0: Well, that kind of reminds me of a TV show I watch on the Disney Plus uh, thing, channel. Um, it's called... Oh, something Sulphur Springs, Mystery of Sulphur Springs or something like that. But it's about this um, hotel from the, like, early 1900s, and it shuts down after, like, the 70s. And then this family moves in recently, and there's a ghost, and they're trying to figure out all these different things. There's a little bit of time travel. It is a kid's show, so, you know... Keep that in mind if you don't really like watching kids' shows. But that's pretty good, I think. But you guys know I'm a big kid, so there's that. It might be The Curse of Silver Springs, something like that. It's uh, on the Disney Channel.
1: I I haven't heard of it, but what made you think of the, uh, the accent?
0: Well, it is set, so, you know, there's time travel. So you go back, and, you know, they did talk a little differently uh, I see. in, like, I mean, you go back, I think, to like to the 1920s. And then there's some periods in the 50s and 60s. And yes. then modern. Yeah. So.
1: so I just looked it up and it's called Mid-Atlantic Accent. Okay. Uh, and it says Catherine Hepburn, Cary Grant, and scores of other actors adopted this fictionalized upper crust American accent. So it's, that's what it is. It sounds sort of upper crust yeah. and this, uh this person who narrates the book uh she has that kind of accent plus a little bit of a southern drawl Mm -hmm. so it's it's really kind of fun to listen to her talk um and it it actually is sometimes distracting from the story but uh but i am i am enjoying this story so anyway so that's a a little bit of a departure from my normal kind of things yeah did you have any other books to talk about? I
0: do not um I'm currently rereading some of my favorites at the moment, so and we've already discussed okay. them thoroughly, yes, so thoroughly We, we won't discuss those <laughs> again, but
1: we all know I, what I did they send are. back
0: one of the newer Ma- egg and Mirandas because somebody was waiting for it, so I was just like, ah. uh ah, but I'll have it maybe can, next time. You
1: can always come back to it and I I think that re-listening is like re-watching a favorite series like it's soothing it is and if you if you have any stress going on in your life it's always good (laughs) to yes to have your your comfort uh, shows and books that's right and and there's nothing wrong with that no Um, I will talk about uh, at least one more that I've Cause I listen, and I listen all the time, so I get through a lot of books. So the last time, since the last time I was doing the podcast, I have let's see, one, two, three, four, six more books written down here on my list that I don't wow. think I have talked about. Um, one is uh, T.J. Clune, who wrote The House in the Cerulean Sea that I loved so much. Okay. So there was a another book called Under the Whispering Door. Um. The thing about these, I think, is it it kind of, I don't know what it is about these books, but they kind of make me think about the Narnia books, the uh, C.S. Lewis, Chronicles of Narnia. And there's nothing in there that would, I don't know if it's the style of writing or or what but uh but they're nothing like the narnia books so i don't know what it is but they put me in mind of that and so it's like that childhood nostalgia thing like it just makes me feel like i'm going back to being a kid and maybe it's just the style of writing because all these books are (laughs) the house in the cerulean sea was first when i first read about it uh it it was described as a hug in book form Hmm. and so maybe that was what but they're all kind of lgbtq there's uh always you know some at least one character uh in there that's gay and the but they're sweet 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 always sweet and again that's a departure from my normal but uh it's a it's a comfort and they're just full of sweet light and love
0: i did not and know you read sweet books yeah <laughs> I thought it was so, all murder
1: that's a, it's almost always all murder, but <laughs> that's one of the ones I very much enjoyed. Um, uh, and I listened to a new, uh, or well, uh, one that I hadn't read before. I don't think it's new. Alice Hoffman called the story sisters. Mm. And cause you know, I also like witchy stuff. Yeah. And Alice Hoffman, uh, writes a lot of like magic. Uh, a lot of it is all about magic. Did
0: she write practical magic?
1: Uh-huh. Okay, I was thinking that she sounded did. familiar. I
0: need to listen to that yes. series.
1: Oh, it's so good, so good. Um, and there, those are also really just nice. A lot of times, I mean, there's it's not all nice, but um, but they they're kind of to me kind of a feel good. Her writing's just beautiful. Kind
0: of a cleanse.
1: Uh, it's almost almost poetic and uh, so and i also listened to wayward by amelia hart which is another kind of witchy mm-hmm. uh book that anyway so those all were just great i love you know anything with magic uh magic realism is one of my favorite uh genres or magical realism i'm not sure but anyway um where it's kind of a like normal things going on but there's a little bit of magic in it Right. So, uh, and sometimes it's very obvious, and but not always. <laughs> sometimes it's just a feeling. So, anyway, that's um, all the books that I want to talk about. Do we know of anything that's coming up? I think Jacksonian's coming up pretty it's soon this in Scottsville. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. I didn't realize that because I've I've really not seen a lot of advertisement this year, to be honest. Well,
1: no, I haven't either. Uh, What about the Scarecrow thing? Have you heard anything about that? I
0: think they're going to have it this October. I think you can start Mm -hmm. setting up, like, the 1st of October, and then it runs, of course, to, like, the 31st-ish. But
1: don't they judge the first weekend in October?
0: uh, Maybe. I guess Mm, probably need to so check right
1: right after you put them up. Yeah, we have to find out the theme because we have won some awards yeah. for our scarecrow display. Our spider
0: won the scariest that year. We made yeah, it.
1: that was very fun. It was that was a lot of fun. So so we'll have to find out about that. Um, if any of you listening know what the theme is, give us a call and let us know so we can get started on our display. Yeah, yeah. Mm. All right. Well, I guess that's it. All
0: right. And uh, I think right. Chelsea's having a cricket class t- tomorrow, the 15th of September, and Monday the – is it the 18th?
1: Awesome. I, I feel People like I just
0: saw an ad for that yesterday on Facebook. Yeah. So
1: Always check your Facebook to see what's going on at the library because we keep our things uh, all updated, um, our ads and uh, events mm-hmm. and whatnot. And you can sign up at allencountylibrary.com uh, under events. You can sign up for programs that require registration mm-hmm. online. So, And you can always give us a call at the library, 270-237-3861 to find out more. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see you next time on Among the Stacks. This is Jamie out. Bye. Bye.
0: You've been listening to Among the Stacks, a podcast produced by the staff of the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you Among the Stacks.